0: Few thousand years later, on that same mountain. Now, as we cross the line from Samuel into the Book of Kings, Israel is sort of the best, the second to none, as far as military power and prowess is concerned. There is no strong military threat. Israel is strong, is settled and established, firm in the land, and it seems like for the first time, Israel begins to enjoy some of the blessings that God promised to her. But in the background of this book, keep in mind that to the north is a power that is becoming stronger, the power of Assyria, and God is raising them up to come against Israel because as the children of Israel, although they're in this beautiful place, begin to stray from God, which they're so famous for doing, God will then use the Assyrians in 722 BC to come against the northern kingdom, besiege Samaria, and take the captives, the ten northern tribes, away. Later on, we will see in the book of 2 Kings, where the southern kingdom of Judah becomes sort of cocky and falls away from the Lord, and God sends Nebuchadnezzar after the battle of Carshemish to come into Jerusalem, sack the city, and take captives away to Babylon, Daniel and his friends included. So that's the period that we're dealing with, the period of the kings. points out an interesting lesson. The greatest danger, the greatest danger period that we face is really not the times of trial, the time of God withholding blessing, a real test is when God does bless you, because a lot of people can't handle those blessings, and many times they rely upon the materialism or upon the blessings, or they become slack, and they're not seeking the Lord anymore. And one of the hardest tests is the tests of prosperity. Many Christians have fallen. They get ensnared by it. It becomes their God, and they begin then to make doctrines that are unscriptural doctrines to give them the excuse that they should search after riches and prosperity. And they become tangled up in it, and it's sin. Now, David was old, advanced in years. And they put covers on him, but he couldn't get warm. Poor David. And we see David, instead of the strong warrior, or a couple books ago, this young shepherd kid good-looking, red-headed kid. Now he's an old guy. So cold, they can't keep him warm. They put blankets on him. Doesn't do any good. Actually, David's only 70 years old. He's not really that old. There's a lot of guys who live a lot older than David after his age, after his point in history. But remember, David has had a tough life. I think he's aged because of his experiences. His experiences with Ammon, Tamar, the experiences with Absalom, the experience with Bathsheba, Uriah. The experiences with Saul chasing him around the desert for 10 years. The oh, just the experiences of the Philistines. David is 70 years old, and he's not all that old, but he's just, his body is just its beat. And uh, he couldn't get warm. Therefore his servant said to him, Let a young woman, a virgin, be sought for our Lord the King, and let her stand before the King, and let her care for him. And let her lie in your bosom that our Lord, may, the king, may be warm. So they sought for a lovely young woman throughout all of the territory of Israel and found Abishag, a Shunammite. Shunamm is up by Nazareth, about seven miles, if I got my geography right, seven miles north, up by Mount Tabor, and brought her to the king. Now, this is a custom. There was no sexual relations involved, as we read. This was a custom that Josephus writes about that has actually been a custom in Israel, in Greece, actually up to the Middle Ages, where because there was a person couldn't get warm, blankets wouldn't help, a body heat, uh, someone would become a private nurse lying next to that person providing body heat for them. Again, no sexual relationships, it was like his private nurse. She was a young woman, a virgin, because if she wasn't, she would probably have domestic duties to attend to, and so she was a young single gal. And the young woman was very lovely, and she cared for the king and served him. But the king did not know her, that is, physical relations. Now Adonijah, the son of Haggith, exalted himself, saying, I will be king. Poor David. Everybody is out to conspire against this dude and take away his kingdom. This is David's son, by the way, the fourth son that he bore in Hebron when he was reigning there for seven years. And this is one of his many wives. And notice he exalts himself, kind of fix that in your mind because you will see him abased. The scripture says, he who exalts himself will be abased. He who humbles himself, God will exalt. The surest way...